This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. In the day's other headlines, President Biden announced the U.S. military will begin airdropping humanitarian aid into Gaza. He spoke a day after crowds swarmed an aid convoy, and Gazan officials said Israeli fire killed 115 people. The Israelis say most of the victims were trampled. The president addressed the issue at the White House. Aid flowing to Gaza is nowhere nearly enough. Now it's nowhere nearly enough. Innocent lives are on the line and children's lives are on the line. And we won't stand by and let until they until we get more aid in there. We, we should be getting hundreds of trucks in, not just several. Meantime, the military wing of Hamas said seven more hostages taken last October have died from Israeli bombardment. The group claimed that all told Israeli attacks have killed more than 70 hostages. In Haiti, at least four police officers have been killed in a new burst of gang warfare. Gunmen attacked across Port-au-Prince on Thursday, and people fled with their hands up. The gang federation leader, Jimmy Terizier, known as Barbecue, vowed to oust the prime minister. The first objective of our fight is to ensure that Prime Minister Ariel Henry's government does not remain in power. The armed groups in the provincial towns and in the capital are united today. The U.S. Embassy warned today of continued heavy gunfire near the Port-au-Prince airport. For his part, Prime Minister Henry was in Kenya to secure policing help against the gangs as part of a U.N. mission. Back in this country, a judge in Colorado sentenced a paramedic to five years in prison in the death of Elijah McLean. Police put McLean in a, a chokehold during a confrontation in 2019, and paramedics injected him with a sedative ketamine. He died three days later. The man sentenced today, Peter Chakuniak, was found guilty of criminally negligent homicide. Officials in Texas now say the biggest wildfire in state history may have destroyed 500 homes and other buildings in the panhandle. Drone footage today showed more devastation in the town of Canadian. Governor Greg Abbott visited the region today and said the scope of the loss is stunning. When you look at the damages that have occurred here, it's just gone, completely gone. Nothing left but ashes on the ground. Fire crews worked again today to make progress before strong winds return over the weekend. Blizzard conditions are raging across the Sierra Nevada with 10 feet of snow forecast into the weekend. Warnings span 300 miles from Yosemite National Park to Lake Tahoe. Snow blanketed California roadways today as the most powerful storm of the season rolled in. People were warned to expect closures and ski resorts started shutting down. Pharmacy giants CVS and Walgreens will start selling the abortion pill Mifepristone in selected areas this month. The companies announced today they've received FDA certification. They'll start sales in a few states where abortion is legal. It all comes as the Supreme Court is considering a challenge to the FDA's approval of the drug. On Wall Street, tech stocks rallied and pushed the overall market to new records. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 91 points to close at 39,087. The Nasdaq rose 183 points to a new high. And the S&P 500 was up 40, also hitting a fresh high. And the Tower of London has a new raven master to care for a feathered flock that protects the thousand-year-old fortress. 
Barney Chandler will look after seven ravens that roam the grounds freely by day and are kept in cages overnight. He says legend has it that if the birds ever leave, England will collapse. Still to come on the news hour, David Brooks and Jonathan Capehart weigh in on the week's political headlines. And Beyonce becomes the first black woman to top the Billboard country charts. We'll take a closer look. This is the PBS NewsHour from WETA Studios in Washington and in the West from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism at Arizona State University. This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Wondery. In the decades before the Civil War, slavery's grip on America tightened. But soon, a diverse group of abolitionists, both black and white, began to construct a clandestine path to freedom for the enslaved. The Underground Railroad. Fugitive slaves and anyone helping them face terrible violence and even death if caught. But for those brave enough to risk the journey, the Underground Railroad offered a path to the northern states and Canada, where their freedom was assured. Hosted by Lindsey Graham, Wondery's podcast, American History Tellers, takes you to the events, times, and people that shaped America and Americans, our values, our struggles, and our dreams. Follow American History Tellers on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge this season American History Tellers, the Underground Railroad, early and ad-free, right now on Wondery+. Plus.